Yep, I was. anybody a podcast GD podcast uh, we are back together again we are in the dungeon basement yep and we are ready to uh, talk some off-season action yeah we're gonna what do we got tonight we're Dave? gonna ingratiate your ear hole with a bunch of stuff mm. Mm. ingratiate mm. yeah we got some good ends um, I had some news and notes but I lost it <laughs> Okay. I had it printed off at work, but I don't know where to happen to it. That's fine. We got lots of other stuff to we talk do. about. Yeah. You've got orphans. I got orphans. I got an orphan. You got an orphan. I got a startup and I coming up. And I got a up. startup coming up. I got, we're going to talk about the intro to IDP. Yeah. Because we, oh shoot, now I can't remember our shout out. IDP Juan Juan. Hold that thought. Come on, sleeper. Come on. Ah, there it is. Deluxe Fan System. Shout out. That's quite a screen name. I bet he's an HVAC guy. You think that's what it is? Yeah, we should ask him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We could ask him. Is Deluxe with an E or no E? Uh, Deluxe is with an E. Deluxe fan system. Uh, Shout out to you. We are going to talk IDP. Yeah. And we're going to give a little bit of advice pre-IDP startup and hopefully that helps you out a little bit i promised yeah. you we'd do it yeah. and we're gonna do it we're gonna because it's the it. off season we don't have any other ideas anyway no we don't and then i've got a philosophical question to go with the orphan dispersal that yeah. i'm currently in okay and did you have something combine related was I, that what your news and notes was i well no that's separate but i do have something combine related because we are in the midst of the combine all that says to me is that the draft is right around the corner. Hey, it's we're we're under two months away from the draft. Wonderful time. Under two months. Under two months away from the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I know. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Oh, I can't wait. It's so great. Mm. This water. This is the greatest water I've ever had. It, the, Bloomington tap water is just the, crystal clear. The greatest. You know what I say about that? Vontae Mac, no matter what. <laughs> Touche, unfair. Um, I still can't get on your Wi-Fi, but that's okay. What? I don't think I need it. You've been on it before, though. I know, just not registering. Weird. Weird. I mean, I'm so, literally on it right now. You live here on two um, devices. Do you? Am I on this? I'm not on this, but just not on this. <laughs> do you own any cowboy boots, Ralph? <laughs> okay, I do not own cowboy boots. Okay. My my wife owns cowboy boots. Yeah. Um, I that's one of those things where 
Actually, with as obsessed as Yellowstone as I am currently, I can't believe I haven't bought cowboy boots. Uh-huh. It just feels like... You know, there are some things where I'll pick it up and I'll start wearing it and I'll think, all right, I could be this... Like I, like flannels. Like, I'm a flannel guy now. Yeah, you are. Start wearing flannels. Sure. We're flannel today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I just decided I was a flannel guy. Uh, but then there's certain things... Like, that's that's okay, but I feel like getting the cowboy hat, cowboy boots, I, f- I would feel like a poser. Okay. I feel like I have to draw the line somewhere. Sure. Same with, like, Timberlands. Like, there was a handful of years ago where I decided, I'm going to wear some big... Oh, yeah, those Tims. Some big, light, tan, six-inch-tall Timberlands, steel toes, untied. Because I thought for my entire life, I was like, I don't wear Timberlands. And then I just decided to start. And yeah. you know what? I haven't looked back. I wear them every day. Good for you. Anyway, um, that was really lengthy. No, I don't yeah. own cowboy boots. So, uh, I'm in a wedding coming up in May. Uh, sister-in-law Casey's her second wedding. Uh, to Matt this time. We love Matt. <laughs> well, compared to the other guy. Yeah, for the other guy. <laughs> um, and uh, so Matt's decided that he uh, he's going to wear cowboy boots to the wedding. Okay. And I said, you know what? I will join you. I've never, in my adult life, I've never actually purchased and worn cowboy boots. When I was like 10, I had cowboy boots, but that Well, sure, I everybody was wore them when they were a kid. It's different. Um, so this weekend... Uh, I took a solo trip to St. Cloud uh, to get fitted for my suit. Good old Halberstads. And there's a boot barn right there in the mall. So for the very first time in my life, I went to a boot barn. And I walk in and it smelled like delicious leather. Yeah, I know. It's a great smell. Uh, A whole wall of hats over here that I had to keep... uh, not to pay attention to because I would have bought like 10 of them. Yeah. They're pretty sexy. Yeah, hats. absolutely. And uh, Josh was a manager there. Very helpful. I said, I've never been to this place before. I've never bought boots before. He's like, well, just here's your robe. Just start looking at them, trying them on. And he's like, may I interest you in this one? Guess how much that pair was, Ralph Sievert? $499. Close. $299. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep looking, but thank you. It's unfortunate because if you're only going to buy one pair of cowboy boots, you're thinking, well, I just buy, I want to buy a high quality pair of cowboy boots. Mm. But then you're thinking, I'm literally wearing these one time right, for a specific event. And, and I'll show you too, because I have the picture. So, I mean, Matt is like, he's like, Mr. why is he, where is he wearing cowboy boots? He like, he wears cowboy boots. Oh, that's his thing. He wears yeah. cowboy boots. I mean, he, um. He has so he's authentic. You're the poser. Oh yeah, totally. But it's not like the dudes are all the brothers-in-law in the wedding. Just two of us are. Oh jeez. <laughs> Who's out? Is Waylon out? No, well, Waylon's best man. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, yeah, okay. Waylon's best man. Yeah. Man, your family. There, man. Molly's family just rides or dies together. We're tight. Yeah. Tight knit group. <laughs> That's fun. So, <laughs> here's what they look like. Oh, those are sick. Yeah. They got the yeah they they got a nice toughness to them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but a little but a little bit ornate as well. I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they were one nineteen. <laughs> that's do I mean that's doable. Clearance, baby. Yeah, one nineteen is doable. They were the only they, ones. Those that look were... sick. That was the perfect price for the perfect boot. And they they both said that looks like a Dave boot. Yeah, it does. I can see that because honestly, when you look at it, it doesn't look like it's a cowboy boot. It just looks like it's a. Well, sure, you got your jeans pulled down yeah, over. You can't yeah, even tell. Yeah, I'm not going to wear... I ain't tucking stuff into it. 
You're not gonna wear Daisy Dukes with your uh, with your cowboy boots. No, that's for the rehearsal dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll wear Gucci slides with my Daisy Dukes. Fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The night before Claire and my honeymoon, we went to the mall. There's a similar kind of shop in the Mall of America, and we went with Zach and Laura because they had a wedding in mm. Texas mm. that was all themed in such a way. Sure. And so they had to get all this cowboy gear that they had never purchased yeah. before. Same kind of thing, boots, hats, everything. And, yeah, that was what I thought. I was like, man, this stuff's like one of those. And then, at the register, for starters, I think they were short-staffed because I was standing there for a good five Everywhere minutes. Everywhere short-staffed. Man, it's 2023. For a good five minutes, and then there was a line behind me. And I looked to the lady behind me. I'm like, you know what? I think after five minutes, it's free. You can just walk out. She's like, that's thought I was serious but then they've got like knives here and cologne here there's a tester bottle that just said cowboy <laughs> and so I say out loud I wonder what a cowboy smells like I don't know where Josh the guy who helps me is like that's what I smell like <laughs> like you wanted me to take a whiff of him <laughs> I'm like no thanks I'll just breathe it this. in always goes He's down like, smooth essence of Josh <laughs> Cowboy, he's like I wear it. <laughs> like, wow, you do because he's got the hat. He's got he's got the whole look. It was pretty funny. So I uh, got fitted for my suit, and I now own cowboy boots. Nice. And Molly never thought she would ever see the day that I would wear cowboy boots. But that's one thing about a good marriage. Take notes. <laughs> Always surprise your partner. Okay. In a good way. All right. Yep. Sounds Keep good. Keep them guessing. Keep them on their toes. That's what I'm doing. Keep them on their steel toes, if you will. My mind went to a very, very inappropriate <laughs> place right there. Um, nice. Okay, so <laughs> start. <laughs> All right, so what are we starting with? What do you want to get going on? We can start wherever we want. We, I mean, the night's young. I mean, um, how about, why don't you just talk for a while sharing your cowboy boot story. Why don't we start with my orphan? I'll tell you where we're at with that. Little orphan Ralphie? Yeah, little orphan Ralphie okay. from, since last week when I was all solo, all solo uh, on that snowy Minnesota day. We had, we, a, we had a buttload of rain since then, by the way. It's like flooded out snow. there. What is even going on? And then, yeah, it was, it's been crazy. Climate change, am I right? Am I right? Global <laughs> warming. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so as I said last week, and I great uh, snowball weather also. It is good snowball Ooh, weather. Yeah, and I'm at recess with the kids, mm. you know, for a half an hour every day, and I'm like, I, I really want to just pick up snowballs and start chucking. Just them start the kids. picking them off. But they're not allowed to pick up even pick up snow, let That's alone throw the snow. So dumb. And I, it would be such a bad example. I would be saying, There's, you know what, you should push. I'll write a, a strongly worded letter. There should be one day out of the school year in winter time in perfect snowball weather where they just have a school-wide snowball fight and just go nuts here's the thing it's two adults and 102 yeah. kids i like out the there. odds i like the odds and so if they decided to uh to lord of the flies it yep stacy and i wouldn't stand a chance you know what you and stacy gotta do beforehand you get out there so that's not true i could take them out you could they can't get any mustard behind those get things. a stash going <laughs> just hide some in a snowbank hollow it out make a bunch make a run for it you know what's really cute is you you love uh you love kona kona i i'll make snowballs throw them for kona 
she'll mm. like catch them and then they'll explode in her mouth and she'll act like she doesn't know what happened and then it'll, it'll oh, do it the same thing God, again it's kidnapper. adorbs she's so great adorbs all right. Sorry to interrupt. I that's okay. That's okay. 32 team PPR Superflex tight end <laughs> premium. It's Marvel themed. Oh. I initially named my team after Gambit. Sure. Called it It's All in the Cards. I like it. Did anybody get it? Uh, yeah. The guy whose team is named Gambit. <laughs> and he sends me a message and says, there can only be one Gambit. Dummy. I said, I said, listen, if this, if you, if you get this draft started in the next five minutes, I'll name my team after Jubilee, for goodness sake. Oh, that's fantastic. Then you know what I realized? The co-commissioner's team is named Jubilee. <laughs> Who names their coach? Okay, so my team now. Some deep dives. My team now is Babe Magnet, mm-hmm. and it's Magneto as the uh, okay. as my avatar. So sure. Anywho, thirty-two team. Um, I I talked about it last week, and the draft got going. So here's the issue: <clears throat> I joined the league. It's a nineteen-team dispersal, and I joined based on the settings that I thought were going to be true. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're joined and you're paid, and then there's all this voting going. On oh yeah, about what's going to happen. Yep. So one of the things being voted on was, can the existing teams, so you got 19 in the dispersal, which means you have 12 existing teams. Yep. Wait, 13? Math is hard. I'm off the clock. 13 existing teams. Yes. And the question was, can the existing teams trade with teams during the dispersal, meaning trade into the dispersal draft? Mm. Now, the dispersal teams... Do not have any 2023 or 2024 picks. Okay. The dispersal teams only have their 2025 picks. Oh. Because all of the 2023 firsts and seconds and 2024 firsts and seconds are in the dispersal available to be selected. Makes sense. So, you have full rosters, yep. including 23 and 24 picks... That are able to trade into the dispersal of these 19 teams. Yeah. Do you have any initial comments on that scenario? So that was not... Because usually if there's something that big, it would be said before people started joining, like, hey, here's a thing. If it's dispersal... I wonder if some people had in their back pocket that they're like, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to trade into it. Because you hear dispersal, and the point is that you take the players on that are not on teams, yep. and rather than having a couple of teams that are really bad that you can't fill, mm-hmm. everybody has a fair shake at all the players, blah, blah, blah. And those 13 teams are like, hey, right. the team's full. And then when that dispersal's over, let the trading begin, because yeah. of course then it, it goes hog wild. Yeah. So here's the issue as I saw it. So was it oh, sorry. all... Th- I'm sorry. So all 13 teams were all for it. They all voted yes for it to trade I don't it. remember what the oh, numbers okay. were, but it was a majority. Was it? Um, and of course, why would the 13 existing teams not want to have that option? Yeah. Of course they do. Hell yes. Because there were freaking amazing players mm. in the dispersal. Um, so... Like, just to give you an idea of the quality. I know like, JJ was one. Like, yeah, like, here's here's the first round. Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Lawrence, JJ, Jackson, Lamb, Brown, Dak, 
Goff because it's two super flex and it's yeah. 32 teamer. Uh, McCaffrey, <laughs> Taylor, Waddle, Amonra, Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, Rookie 104, Kenneth Walker, ETN, Metcalf. I mean, these are studs. Yeah. All the way to the, I mean, still second round even studs. Mm-hmm. So it really, uh, I thought it was going to be an issue from the get go. And then the, <laughs> then the trade started happening. And it became a real issue. And the the issue was, I mean, I know it's an issue. And then there were a handful of guys who started to make the same comments I was making. And also sending, because I put a thing like, mm-hmm. boy, I wish I had all these assets to be able to trade in yeah. for the da-da-da. Um, and guys were messaging me going, can you believe this did this? Because the commission in particular is forming quite a super team uh-huh. by taking all of these future assets you know, in a 32-team league, it also goes without saying that a first-round pick could be the 32nd player overall, yeah. which is equivalent to a third-round pick yep. in a typical league. So, like, they're the you see first-round pick, and it's not the value that you that you think it is. Right, right, right. So, if I can sex successfully, sex what? If I can successfully get to there, you go couple of these trades kind of early on because ultimately the the plan was the 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 thing was anybody in the draft we only had our dispersal picks as assets mm-hmm. so if we wanted to trade up you're doing the typical startup draft trading thing which i hate yeah which is okay i'll give you my second and third for your first and fourth yep. okay i hate that crap yep and i think somebody's team is always torpedoing itself uh-huh um here I can just jump in and th- and look at a few. So then so then the teams that had assets were all of a sudden doing all these trades. Like here so here's a dispersal guy. He gets a 25 first and second. He gives up 429 and 604 in the dispersal. Here's a guy who gets a 25 first and he gives up 432 and a 25 second. Uh-huh. Here's a guy in the dispersal who gets Juju in a second. He gives up 222 in the dispersal. Oh. So, like, these are picks that are that they're still getting studs at, and the first and seconds they're being traded could be super late. You don't know. They're 2025. 20, you, you really can't predict those. Yeah. You have, might have an idea for 2024, but you really have no idea for 2025. So I personally have found it to be a real... A real issue with yeah. the trading up stuff. It's what I call a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. So I don't know. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way from from the get go. It just feels sense. like it's a very unlevel playing field. And then, of course, the other side, the guys who are in the league, are then responding about the complaining because it's, um, you know, oh, can you imagine complaining about like, oh, I know what it was. 2023 is paid for for all these orphans yeah so can you imagine getting into a league for free and then complaining this and complaining that it's like no you you're not even understanding the argument here whatever um all right so here's where my team is at so i had the 116 and the 121 and then it came back around so i had a long time to wait on the second one long time so i was hoping for looking how things were going to fall i was hoping for garrett wilson Garrett Wilson goes the pick before me at 115. Oh, I reach out to the guy, say, what's it going to take to get Garrett Wilson? Mm-hmm. I'll give you one my 121 
and my 2025 first and second because yeah. those have been flying. I thought maybe that would be appealing. No, I, I like Garrett Wilson, but I wanted a Monra, so I got sniped too. Mm. I said, well, if I can acquire a Monra, would you trade Garrett Wilson for a Monra? He goes, no, nah, they're kind of equal. I think I'm just going to hold blah, blah. I'm like, shoot. Dang. So I just figured at that point I would take the 104 and guarantee myself Jackson Smith and Jigba, or I could get one of the quarterbacks if somebody, um, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. So then it gets to my second pick at 121, and, you know, quarterbacks had flown, so there weren't really any, and I I decided to go with Trey Lance. I, I didn't think I could leave him sitting there, really. Yeah. But it's also tight end premium, so I was considering Kittle, Goddard, and Fryermuth were the are the tight ends in this draft that are really worth mm-hmm. taking. Kittle was probably out just because of age. Goddard even borderline for age, so it was really Fryermuth that I was thinking about. But I couldn't pass up Trey Lance because of quarterbacks, and the upside for him is astronomical. It's huge. So basically from that 121, and then I had another 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. I had set. oh no, actually I traded back. So I had like 20-something picks until my next pick. You had a big nap for that. Yeah, except I spent an entire day trying to trade up into literally any of these picks. Yeah. From 220, I think, to get up to like early two, like Uh jump 20 picks. I was trying to go 220 to 201 by giving my 25 first and second because those were, again, really the only assets I could give. Because, like, speaking of Garrett Wilson, like the guy said, I'll give you Garrett Wilson for 116 and 121, but my guess is that's too expensive for you. And I said, yeah, I can't do that. That's that's unreasonable, but I don't blame you for asking for it. So I tried to trade up. I tried to trade up. I tried to trade up. Finally, I find a guy, the guy who has two seven. Um, the it we're at pick two o. The numbers don't match because it's all thirty two are in there, so the numbers don't really match. But anyway, at like two o one or so, two o two. I finally get the guy with 207 to accept the deal, where I go from 224 to 207 mm-hmm. for my 25 first and second. There you go. And now it's just cross my fingers that Fat Pat makes it there. Yeah. He was taken immediately, like literally the next pick. Balls. So I was four picks from getting him. Jeez. And I was super pissed because I'm like, that That would have been where I wanted my team to go. Mm-hmm. And then I considered... Jerry Judy, because he's youngish, but um, ultimately he got taken right before. So I went DJ Moore. I'm not upset about getting DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore, and nobody else is high on DJ Moore, so yeah. he always falls. Yep. But still, I'm like, I traded up and gave up that asset for mm-hmm. seemingly no reason. Anyway, so then it got when it got to my next pick, and I'm looking at who's going, now I'm thinking to myself, self, your team's going to be bad. Yeah. You're going to have a rookie wide receiver. You're going to have DJ Moore. Who knows what his quarterback situation is going to be. And then you've got Trey Lance, and we don't know that he's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Your team's going to be bad. So then I had a think, uh, thought process. I'm thinking I want to start getting as many 2024 firsts as I can. Yeah. And I'm starting with my own. Because if I have my own 2024 first, then if I'm bad, I benefit from it, you and do. I'm in control of that. Mm-hmm. So I took my own 2024 first. Then every pick since... I have only taken 2024 firsts. Nice. So I have, assumingly, Jackson Smith and Jigba, DJ Moore, Trey Lance, Uh and five 2024 firsts. Get out. Of which I would say three or four of them could realistically be in that top ten. Yeah. 
one of them is more likely to be like equivalent to a high second. The last one that went right after mine, because I sniped the guy after me who wanted mm-hmm. the one I took, that team has Mahomes and Henry, and oh, it's like yeah. nobody wants that first, so that one's gone now too. So that's what I'm doing. And like I was talking to Kurt, and Kurt was saying, well, that's a great move because you, first of all, you never know what those could be. Somebody's mm-hmm. team in a 32-teamer, you get one injury and they could be bad. So yeah. any first could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are, you know, if you're in this situation, plus every time I take a pick, it means I'm not taking a player makes my team better to help guarantee that my pick ends up being, you know, Caleb Williams or Marvin Harrison Jr. or whoever it is. Exactly. So that is where I'm currently at, but the existing teams trading in is really driving me nuts. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of my story. I hope you liked it. It's a great story. Thank you. We all liked it. Thank you. So a philosophical hypothetical for you, you're in that position, um, you have discussions with a guy at 2-7, have you ever tried the strategy of, there's a guy that I want, if he's there at 2-7... Oh, of course I have. Let's do that deal, if not, we don't have to. I have done that plenty of times. Um, in this situation, I was sending it out to everybody who had oh, a pick okay. coming up. Makes sense. And he clicked accept. Just accept. And so, okay. you know, it so wasn't... a dialogue, he just accepted No, it. and there's so okay. many guys in here that it's not it's not intimate enough to have all these, like, conversations about it, too. It's mm-hmm. just, like, there's, like, a million guys in here. So Makes sense. <clears throat> so I sent it out. Mm-hmm. He accepted it. it. Like I said, I'm not upset that I got DJ Moore, and DJ Moore would have for sure been gone by the time it did get to me. Yeah. Um... It's just uh, the whole thing's kind of annoying. Yeah. But I definitely think uh, I found another. You know, we all have things when we're looking at joining leagues or looking at orphans. We all have things that are deal breakers mm-hmm. for us. I think I had mentioned that a quarterback and two super flexes in like a 14 or 16 teamer, that's a deal breaker because yeah. you, you're desperate now for quarterbacks all the time. Yeah. I like super flex, but that's too much. I think this is one I would never do again. Like, I. Excuse me, I would never do another dispersal where it's more than just the dispersal teams. And I don't think a dispersal should have trading in it at all. A dispersal is, that's not what a dispersal is for. A dispersal is so that all the orphans are as even as possible. That's what a dispersal is for. It should be, if there is trading into the dispersal, it should be addressed and known prior to the dispersal draft. Not voted on after. 100%. No, well, no, it was before the draft, but everybody had joined. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Before everyone joins and pays, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know? know? I don't know. Yeah, no, I got you. Uh, there was also a big fight to get rid of a starting spot. Like people are so scared to have to put a roster together that might have it. You know, thirty-two teams. You're going to have weak spots on mm-hmm. your starting roster. That's what a thirty-two teamer is. Yep. If you're not up for the challenge, go join an eight teamer and yeah. enjoy your, you know, enjoy your super stud team, you know, like Nolan's got. But I, <laughs> but in this situation, like you know, don't eliminate more. More starting spots is not a is never a bad thing. Right. It just makes it more challenging. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, I could see somebody arguing to eliminate tight end in this scenario. No, I want yeah. you to have to plan to fill that tight end yeah. spot. Yeah, totally. Anywho, let's hear about yours, buddy. Yeah. Thanks so, for letting me talk for a Yeah, some. of course. So I was on uh, Sleeper, and it was late. Couldn't sleep. And this guy had... It's dangerous. I know it is. <laughs> this guy had posted, like, eight leagues with orphans. 
So I'm looking through them all. What's the guy's name? I wonder if it's this guy. Because this guy's got a lot of orphans. Uh, I'd have to find it. Okay. Starts with the M, I think. I was just curious. Yeah. Um, and so I, there are two teams I saw, and I, I shot him a little message, and I didn't hear back from him. Uh, but eventually I did. He's like, yeah, they're both available. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Sign me up. Let's do it. Um, so the first one, the team had finished second the previous year. So I had the 111, okay. which is nice. Uh, 12 team, uh, 0.5 per carry, which is Ooh, interesting. 0.5 per carry. Yep, 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 Yikes. yep, yep. A uh, 0.25 bonus for wide receiver. 1.25 bonus for tight end. Whoa. Yeah, so it's going to be high scoring. There's all kinds of bonuses. Um, so we had Hertz and Dak at quarterback. Chubb, Mixon, Hunt, Algier at running back. Did you say it's Superflex? Yeah. And I got uh, also P. Ryan on the team in case since he moves on from Mixon. Well, they won't move on to P. Ryan, though. They'll move on yeah, to somebody else. No. Uh, AJ I Brown. would love it if P. Ryan got yeah. the bulk of the work, for the record. A.J. Brown, Scary Terry at wide receiver. Knox uh, and Everett at tight end. So it's a little light end yeah, tight, tight end, tight even end, though yeah. it's uh, tight end premium. Um, but I, I went with it. Well, you um, can acquire a tight end. Yeah, and it's start two tight end, too. Oh. Yeah, so juicy. Oh, my. Um, so no, no real action with uh, anybody with my feelers for trades, but a trade did go down in this league. And it was a, 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 a it was a trade. Going down for rain. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. A guy got JJ. Oh. He gave up. Ayuk, Jordan Love, his one seven, two seven, three seven, and four seven. I knew you'd make that face. That is stealing JJ. Okay. That is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard. Boy. That might be one of the worst trades I've ever heard. Well, then you're going to love this. I would kill to acquire JJ. Hold for on. That. And I don't even like JJ. He's, I, got, he's got Pinocchio thrown to him. I knew you would react to that. Okay. Not only did he get JJ, but... Stop it. No, he got more. He also got 212, 312, 412. <sighs> wow. So, this is a league... What was the reaction? Right away, I said... Some guys Wait, said, how many teams are in this league? 12. 12? Yeah. Man, this is bad. So, right away a guy gives a poop emoji, right? And says, wow. And I said, yeah, wow, that's the steal of the century. And then he proceeds. I mean, you got to wonder. At that point, you got to wonder, is this the same owner? Like, are they just, is it one person with two screen names trading with themselves? I mean, that is really bad. So... One guy says, wow, I say, wow, is right. This guy, Jay, with the seal of century. And then... This guy says, that made the trade. He said, feel free to steal from me at any time. I said, oh, trust me. I'm looking. And then the guy that got JJ says, this seems hostile, I can't tell. I said, more incredulous than hostile. I don't know the word incredulous. What's that like, mean? Like, not believing it happened. Okay. And he says, big word. I said, yeah, I'm full of them. <laughs> so then, he goes on to say, 
this is the, a league where the commish has to approve the trade. That stupid thing where it's pending and then they got to approve it. Yeah. Um, he's like, and what's wait? No, is that is the point of that that they might not approve it, or is it just a stupid hoop because they just, don't want things to? Yeah. They want to have the control of they making the sure control. they know every trade yeah. or something. So Jay is like, hey, can you approve the trade? I can't handle looking at my players that aren't mine, whatever. And then Ox, the guy that gave up JJ, says, patience. I'm all good with being part of history, the steel of the century as it's been portrayed. I'm like, you know what, as long as you're good with it, who am I to judge? I've seen worse, but lopsided as heck. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen trades we think are lopsided and they yeah. don't work out that way. Like, like it ends up being actually yeah. even, but this is just... So this guy says... It's about their current value. Right. And, ugh. So this guy says, you newcomers pay your fees, and with that, your opinions. I welcome that, especially if it helps me for making questionable moves in the future. And then the guy that got JJ says, I like my side, which is why I accepted, but it always reminds you of another trade, whatever. Like, well, no... No doy, you like that. And so this guy, Ox, is just, you know, making subtle digs on how, um, you know, it was the steel of the century and all this stuff. And I'm I'm just, just not even addressing it now because he's, like, just making a whole mockery of the whole thing. But I'm like, you know what? If you want to torpedo your team and you get Jordan Love and Ayuk as the pieces, hey, more power to you. So, yeah. And then another guy had chimed in, and so there was... And then uh, another guy says, um, I think your trade it looks to be a fairly cheap price for Jefferson based on what I've seen him cost, but that probably changes if Love starts and is good this year. If, right? If he starts, if he's good, those are very, very big ifs. Also would help if Ayuk gets signed to... Be a lead wide receiver somewhere too. Again, big. And another guy chimes in and says, "Ayuk a free agent?" Question mark. He is not. <laughs> so they're defending it. Whatever. So I'm going to be dealing with that now. So every trade I make, now that I've piped up and spoke out and be opinionated, it's going to be. If you want, if you want to play the what if game with Jordan Love, like let's say, okay. It's a super flex, and you are desperate for quarterback, and you have a late first, and you want to pay or let man early. Let's say an early second. Yep. You want to pay an early second for Jordan Love because if he gets to start, if he's good, that's going to be a steal. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Yeah. If you think that Ayuk is going to be the guy, if you think Debo's injury prone and gone, and you think that he's going to be the guy that Trey Lance has eyes for mm-hmm. for some reason. And so you want to pay a late first, early second for Brandon Ayuk because you think the if could come true. Fine. Yeah. Using those what ifs to get the top fantasy asset in this game is not a realistic thing and should have never been offered and should have never been accepted. Yep. And then there was the... I mean, I feel guilt. If I got that offer and I... And I, I I would feel guilty accepting that. We've yeah. all been in that situation. Yep. Would I turn it down? No, but I'd be like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, you are you really mean and to do so that? And so the guy that got JJ made a comment saying, hey, Ox, great offer. I got a counter for you. And I'm like, I would love to know 
what the initial offer was, but nobody... Yeah, give us the conversation. Yeah, nobody told me what the initial offer was, so... Oh, my gosh. My other league. league. Wow, that is a shocker, yeah. my friend. So, my other league. Uh, 12-team Superflex, tight end premium, with the 1-8. And this is running back heavy team. Okay? Zeke, Brees Hall, Just Kidding Dobbins, Miles Sanders, Damian Pierce, and Etienne. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers, T. Higgins, DJ Moore, Sutton, Dotson, Komet, Big Irv, Janu, Otten, tight end. You want to ask me who the quarterbacks are? Who are the quarterbacks, Dave? Wentz, Dalton, Winston, and Rippon. Jeez. Yeah. What, what pick? 1-8. Jeez. Yeah. So I got my work cut out for me. Yeah, but, well, okay, go ahead. And I would tell you what I'd do with this orphan because yeah. it is not hard to figure out what yeah. I would do. So uh, one guy right away offered me Lance and Kyle Phillips for a JK and 1-8. And I said, no. No. No, I don't want to give up my 1-8. Yeah, number one, you're not giving up 1-8. Right. Number two, it, it's just a, there's too much risk with that quarterback. Yep. That's not... So I did have one guy approach me uh, for Brees Hall. He initially offered Hall for Devontae Smith straight up. No. I said no. You know, you can get... Devontae Smith has been really good, but wide receiver's deep and you can get... Hall's value should be much more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I countered at um, Hall and Bellinger, since it's tight end premium. Because I love me some Bellinger and I got a... Upgrade wait, wait, the tight ends. You mean Smith and I'm Bellinger. sorry, Smith and Bellinger. Okay. Yes. But then he For Hall? Con- yeah. And did, he didn't accept that? Nope. He countered. <laughs> what? He went with Smith and Rondell Moore for Hall. No. And I was like, nobody no. want nobody wants Rondell Moore. Not I'm Rondell so Moore's sick. Mom. I am so sick of Rondell Moore. Nobody wants Rondell Moore. That team is a dumpster fire. Yeah. They're not going to have anybody else to throw to. They're not going to have anybody else to throw. I mean, Kyler's going to be gone. No, that team is yeah. trash. So, in the end, Moore. Uh, my next you. my next counter was Gross. accepted, and he says, that's exactly what I was going to say. So, the final offer and final approved. Oh, that was accepted. That was accepted okay. was Hall and Kate Otten for Smith and Bellinger. So I gave up Paul and Otten, and I get Smith and Bellinger. Okay. You have a poop face. Yeah, I don't like it. You look like Jay Cutler. I I really like Devontae Smith. Yep. I think Bellinger and Otten are too similar. I mean, they're just, they're very comparable to me. I feel like that's a wash. I've got a a boner for Bellinger. No, I know you do, but I mean, you can see what I mean, though, right? Yeah, no, I just I feel like they're the same guy. Yeah, no, but I I liked it. Neither one has a very steady situation. Yep. They both flash a little bit, you know, enough to get you excited, Mm -hmm. tight end wise. Mm -hmm. Both of them are going to be middling tight ends for their entire career, like every tight end is going to be. We'll see about that. Uh, Yeah. And there was nothing you couldn't get any firsts out of Hall. Like you couldn't get a player in a first for Hall. Did you even try? Nope. There he said uh, right away his first. He's not. He's not uh, doing any firsts. Well, you should have said screw you. You ain't getting Brees Hall. Yeah. You shouldn't have been such a rush to sell Brees Hall. I feel like he was a real asset for you. Mm, well, I've got enough assets left. I'm happy. Because be I, okay. I, I think my goal would be with that team is I would sell every single one of those running backs 
And my goal would be a first, probably my goal would be to try to get all those 2024 first. Uh So, and I, and I did that in that, I mean, that's why I have so many in that one league. I did it a year ago for 2023s, but ETN for a first Dobbins for, I mean, they're, they should be worth more than that, but realistically, I would trade wide receiver, I would trade running backs for first Mm -hmm. and I would try to get like half that 2024 first round. And then you're going to be getting Caleb Williams, Quinn Ewers, whoever, you know, whoever's coming out at that point. And then I uh, I joined. I like uh, orphans. I like orphans like that that aren't built the way I like. Yeah. Because then I can just say these players are going to be gone. I'm selling them to somebody. Mm. I mean, I can't, I will never forget that team where I swooped in and traded Zeke and I think it was Zeke and Chubb for Mahomes. Yeah. And people thought I was crazy. Won the championship the following mm. year. It's like you dumb dumbs. You're crazy. Running backs are stupid. You're crazy man. <laughs> You're crazy. You, you got a dart, dart in neck. your neck. All right. Happy birthday. <laughs> Gotta watch that again. That's a good flick. I knew exactly what you're talking. Um, about. So startup. It initially was a, a Fallout themed startup. The video game Fallout. Can I tell you a funny Fallout Which story? I friggin' love that game. Can yeah, I tell you a funny Fallout story? There was a trivia question months and months <clears throat> and months ago, and it was <clears throat> this video game of an apocalyptic world with monsters. Where a guy's trying to get a girl across the country in a zombie infested apocalypse, something like that, yeah. um, is being turned into an HBO TV show. All right. <laughs> so we all know what that is. Last of Us. It's Last obviously. of Us. Now, we're at trivia. Zach and I, we are both picturing Fallout in our, in our heads. <laughs> and we're talking, yeah, it's got the little cartoon guy on the thing. And I like, mean, the first couple sentences were Fallout. So we are trying, yeah. we are trying to come up with Fallout. Yeah. From that description. Wasn't right, but we were both picturing Fallout. (laughs) My lovely wife played Last of Us. So she's going, guys, it's Last of Us. No, 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 Claire, we're coming up with it. She was trying to argue for it, but we're all stubborn and we don't. She's too cute and we don't listen to her. That's great. And so we're like, Fallout, got it, yes, it's Fallout. All right, cool. (laughs) So we put Fallout on the paper. Turns out it's Last of Us. And Zach and I are just looking at each other going... At least we came up with the one we were picturing. <laughs> Are you watching Last of Us? Yes. Yeah. Are you? Oh, yeah. Um, can we end tonight talking about Last of, of Us? Of course. Okay. I would Sweet. love to. And then we could do a spoiler alert if people don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, it's so good. Uh, um, yeah. Um, but I never played the game, so I don't have much to compare it to. Me neither. Uh, okay. We'll talk let's, about it. Yeah, let's not so get So briefly. Okay, so, anyway. So Fallout themed. Yeah, so get a Fallout themed league. That is league. very specific. With uh, its IDP as well. Ooh, I love that. Um, but everyone is indecisive about when they should draft, how many people should be in the league, it's gone from oh, those are major decisions. Why? Why is this league even starting up when those? It's gone. How from, many are in the league hasn't been decided. So one guy is in it, but he hasn't paid yet, and and he's it's like tail as old as time. And and I just check in every once in a while. I think we're finally gonna draft tomorrow night, which is good. Slow draft, like it starts. From no, right. it's an auction. Oh, yeah, fast auction. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, fast I'm so auction. Jealous. IDP. Um. But the funny part is, is at one point we were going to have an eight-team league. 
And then it was going to be, well, let's open it up and have it be 12, 14 teams. It was originally going to be 12. And it kept going back and forth. Like, my phone is blowing up. Uh, Titsucker has joined four times and left four times. Okay, hold on a second. Titsucker69? Yep. He did the same thing as the one I'm in! And I, and, I ha- and I typed in the comments after he came in and left multiple times. Yep. I go, you know, I really think Titsucker69 and I could have been dear friends. I said... That screen name is so I said, bad. Titsucker keeps oh, teasing us. Oh man, it's so bad. Titsucker69. Like, Dude, how do you look in the mirror with a screen yep. name like that? And then Kurt's actually come in <laughs> twice. I haven't let him know yet, but I've seen him come in and go twice. I'm such a jerk. I'm not inviting you guys to the one that I'm in. <laughs> I don't. I want to play against people that don't know everything that I want to do. That's why I'm not. I'm letting not. You know invi- what it is. I'm not inviting Kurt anymore. So then, what happened is <laughs> they're gonna they rebranded it. So now it's not a. <laughs> So now it's on a Fallout theme. It's Game of Thrones theme. Okay, sure. So they're hoping to get more people in with a Game of Thrones theme. Who gives a crap about the theme? Exactly. The Marvel theme, I could care less. Right. That's not why I joined. Yep. So, and I mean, one guy was like, I can do it, but I, I got a draft tonight, as in today. And I had let them know I can't because I got a podcast. I'm not going to do it tonight. I'm not doing an auction when I'm driving and doing a podcast, I got to be home for it. Yeah, I've podcasted during an auction, and I missed out on Michael exactly. Thomas. You exactly. So, so I'll keep you posted on how that goes. And then, um, the uh, the auction amount is two hundred bucks for it. Okay. Right. And one guy's like, it's got to be a thousand. How many players are you drafting? Uh I forget. I think it's. I'll have to look. I forgot what it was. Because I will say, if it's a if it's like a full <laughs> roster IDP and yeah. you're drafting 40, 45 spots, I mean, <clears throat> you, I I want the total to be high enough that it doesn't just. I mean, it's gonna become a snake eventually anyway. Uh-huh. But I want to avoid that. Right. Like I I want it to be enough. So yeah. So, but it's gonna be two hundred. Uh, but I'll uh. I'll keep you posted. Ultimately, I'll make any budget work. I don't care. Well, let's end with this. I'm good enough for percentages. <clears throat> let's end with this. So the the com the combine's coming up. Wait, wait, no, I'm going to oh, stop you, got, you for you a quick second. Stuff? Okay, just really quick. You were talking fast auctions. Yeah, I almost had the perfect <clears throat> storm last week when we got all that snow dumped on us. Mm-hmm. It was Wednesday night, and I'm looking ahead to Thursday, right? Yep. Snow day, technically e learning, yep. but we barely have to do anything. Snow day. My wife was having a girl happy hour, so right. I was going to be tucked away in the bedroom. Yep. Um, snow day, no school the next day. I feel like there was more to this. So then I'm on looking for orphans on Wednesday night. And there was this one that came up. Oh, we're going to, we're auctioning as soon as we're full, as soon as we're full, whatever. So I join. I'm the last guy. And I, before I paid, I said, so what's the plan? Draft tomorrow night? And he goes, no, man, tonight. And it was like 930 already. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, I, I can't do 930. Like, it's 930 right yeah. now. Like, I can't do three hours from now. Like, is it really unreasonable just to do the next night? It was so close to being the perfect storm for mm-hmm. me. I loved the thought of that. Anyway, anyway. Combine. Combine. So, the... Uh, and we're not ending with that. we got to talk about IDP no, for our new friend. Should we stop and should we... Let's, let's stop we, here. You want to... 
Because we gotta do, we, we're doing do, this, you, IDP, and then Last of Us. Okay, so you want to stop now? Yeah, we'll come back in two and two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Combine is on us, and uh, it's on us. It, it is upon us. Upon us, yeah. I was gonna say. And um, it is on us. The, <laughs> it's all over <laughs> us. It's covering us. This is <laughs> we're just soaked in combine. <laughs> it's so sticky. <laughs> just combine everywhere. So this is where. <laughs> Draft stock can improve, can be destroyed, can go any which way, right? They've it got, shouldn't, they've got, but it does. They've got an interview process. Yeah. And I don't know if you've heard some of these questions that they have. We're going to have a hypothetical interview. You, Ralph Siebert, <laughs> are a senior safety from Concordia University, Minnesota. No, Concordia College. Concordia College, not yes, University. Like yeah. Cordy College. Well, I don't want to play for you. You don't even know my alma mater. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some questions. Don't think too much about it. First thing that comes to your head, just answer. Okay. Okay? All right. First question, are you yeah. afraid of clowns? No. Okay. I mean, unless they're really scary. Ooh, I mean, there are caveat. specifically scary clowns. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. like Pennywise, obviously. Or the killer clowns from outer space. Or the one from uh, the, the American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story with the... Twist. Twisty? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, 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 right, Okay. No with an asterisk. Yes. Okay. Yes. What kind of fish are you? Jeez. Don't think too much about it. Well, no, I know. Um, I mean, my gut says clownfish, but it's only because you just said clown, so it's fresh in my mind. You want to go with clownfish? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Easily influenced. <laughs> Number three, 
boxers or briefs? Boxers. All right. Number getting, four. This is getting intimate over here. Would you share your internet history with us? Sure. Okay. I mean, it's basically Sleeper and ESPN scores. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing all that interesting. Oh, Hot Stepper's over. Where does the sun rise and where does it set? <laughs> Rises in the east and sets in the west. Okay. <laughs> Is that right? Typical east-west. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could go more philosophical and say the sun is a star in space and it's fixed and the planet revolves. Oh, barf. Just saying. Wow, this this owner's pretentious. I don't want to play for <clears throat> Would you rather be a cat or a dog? Cat. Okay. You could just sleep all day, bro. Just sleep all day. And you don't have to give a you-know-what about anybody. What team do you pick in Madden and why? Um, I pick whichever team has the young quarterback that I want to build around. Okay. Because I trade for every other position. Okay. So more most recently, I am the Bears with Fields, okay. who is very good on my, sure on my dynasty, is. by the way. Salary cap on or off? Oh, off. Okay. I am billions and billions of dollars says a lot in, about you. in debt, absolutely. Right. Okay. No future as an owner. <laughs> or GM. <laughs> Number eight. How many ways... How many ways could you use a brick in a minute? How many ways could I use a brick? In one minute. In one minute? Go. Do you want me to list the ways I could use it? Please, that was a question. Uh, okay, I, I could I could knock you out. Okay, that's uh, one. I could um, hammer a nail into the wall. Two. Uh, I could, um, I could um, uh, take down s- uh, some drywall. Okay. I could uh, smash a pop can. Okay. I could, um, I could, uh, I could break into the neighbor's house. You could. Uh, I could. You've got about 10 seconds left. I I could, um, I could, ooh, I could scratch an itch on my arm. Ooh, you could. Um, I could, uh, (laughs) stand on it to reach something high up on the ceiling. Uh, I could, um, break my toe on purpose to get out of doing something that I don't want to do. And your minute's up. Whew. Nice. Great. Oh, that was good. That was exhausting. Yeah, How many was done. it? That was like Did you didn't count two, two or three. You didn't even good. count them. That was good. All right, you are on a mountain in Alaska on a bus, going 100 miles per hour downhill, just speeding at a mountain. Where are you sitting on the bus? Front seat. Front seat. So yeah. you're driving. No, not the driver's seat, the front seat. Are you behind the driver or on the other row? Other row. Other row, not behind driver. Okay. But I don't I don't know why. Are these actual questions that they ask? They are actual questions. Like seriously? These are wow. Yep. What I I mean, do they record these? Do we get to see these ever? Because these have to be some really funny answers. What much funnier than mine. What is your murder weapon of choice? If you had to murder someone, would you use a gun or a knife? only choose one or the other this is going to need an asterisk 
because if I wanted to be quick and efficient, I would use the gun. But if I really wanted to make my point, I'd use the knife. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Follow-up question to that. If you could kill someone and not get caught, would you? No. No with the question mark. He wasn't no, no, sure no. It was, it, was a firm, it was a firm no. No question mark? You better watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. Yes. It's a multifaceted. Okay. What color is chocolate? Brown. What color is melted chocolate? Brown. Okay. What color is butter? Yellow. What color is melted butter? Yellow. What color is snow? White. What color is melted snow? Clear. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I don't under I don't understand why that would be asked. I don't either. It's really dumb. Um, Des Bryant was asked if his mother was a prostitute. What? Yep. Why? Was there actual, like, reason to ask that? And then another team had asked two years ago that same question to another player. Um, Some have asked, do you find your mother attractive? Some have asked, do you like men? How can they get away with asking these questions? I have no idea. Yikes. Yeah. It's creepy. It is creepy. All right. Well, now that you've uh, thoroughly sketched me out here. On that note, Concordia College. Are we uh, we ready to talk IDP? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let me just give you the the settings of this quick because I saw it. I was like, yeah, this is is the one. Uh, Starting spots. Quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, tight end, three flex, and a super flex. Three defensive line, three linebacker, three defensive back, and two IDP flexes. Okay. So, boom, in on that. You know how much I love that scenario, right? But check out this scoring. So, this is called Big Big Play IDP Superflex. So, uh, you do have tight end premium... Uh, but let's get down to the IDP scoring because the whole point here, if you remember when Adam and I set up Westeros initially, the whole goal was to make the IDP scoring. I mean, we're not innovators or anything, but it was the first time I had ever heard of a league like that. Like I, maybe they existed. I had not heard of them, but when we set it up, the whole goal was we didn't want people to just be churning their IDP players because there was not a deep bench, which right. was also, which I argued with him about. We all know that. But um, but we wanted the, the top IDP scorers to be even with the top offensive scorers yeah. and not be able to just churn them through. We wanted them to have value yeah. and not have it be like kickers where it's like, okay, it's my, bye, it's my kicker's bye week. Just I'm just going to drop them and yeah. find another one. Yeah. So here is the scoring and you can tell me if anything jumps out at you here in particular idp touchdown six points sack five points sack yards oh three yards equals a point in terms of sack yards okay uh hit on quarterback two tackle for loss three blocked punt a blocked kick of any kind five interception is eight uh interception yards are 
0.1. Wow. Fumble recovery. Fumble return yards are 0.1. Okay. Forced fumble, 5. Safety, 8. Assisted tackle, 0.75. Solo tackle, 1.25. Pass defended, 4. Wow. It's a big points. It is. I have an issue with an interception and a, an interception being worth more than a touchdown doesn't make any sense no. to me. Because if you get a 100-yard pick six, that's a big play. That is 18, that's 20, that's a 24-point play. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, my, my thinking is I'm okay with this big scoring, yeah. but I like stuff to be weighted based on how often it happens. Right. Like a sack being five, I think, is, is good. I think a tackle being like a point, a point and a half, I think that's, I think that's good. But then when you, t- and, you know, forced, fu- like forced fumble, fumble recovery, um, like w- interceptions and fumbles should be some yeah. should be the same. So how much was it for a forced fumble? A forced fumble is five points, okay, and a fumble, fumble recovery, recovery is three. Three, and then how much for a sack? A sack is five. So it's one strip sack is thirteen points. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I don't care that they're I don't care that they're high scores. Yeah. I just I just okay. want them to be reflective. And I think the TD being lower, the, the TD should be the highest point total. Oh, totally. Is, I guess what I would say. Yeah. So, but you know, whatever. So, then our um, our new friend Deluxe Fan System, shout out to you. Shout out. Uh, sounds like he's in Omaha. I don't know his name yet. Maybe he'll reach out and tell me because he's listening to this right now. Uh, he was just asking about IDP. And he said that um, he can't really find any good resources for IDP. So you and I have played a lot, of, a lot of IDP, and maybe uh, you know deluxe, deluxe fan system. If you have specific questions, let us know. We can talk next week. But maybe we just give some some IDP basics. You're starting off playing with individual defensive players for the first time. Yeah. What do you need to know? First of all, start us off, Dave. Deluxe fan guy, congratulations on choosing to go IDP. And it's also not a cheap league, so he's diving in yeah. right into the deep end. You're I going love in, it. You're going in head first. It's Let's admirable. Go. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a league you're never going to forget. Like, we never forget our first IDP, right? Yep. You're always going to remember. And you're always going to compare this league to every other league you're in. And my guess is. This may be his only IDP league he does this year, but next year he's going to get a taste for oh, it. Oh, yeah. And he's going to be just foaming at the mm. mouth, just chomping salivating. at the bit. Just salivating. Absolutely. Um, so you know, the, the one thing you always want to first look for is the scoring. You know, that's always huge. That's going to dictate how your draft is going to go once you start gunning for the IDP players. You know, is it like some are tackle-heavy, Right, some are big play heavy. So if you've got, it's a good point. This one is not as tackle heavy. Yeah. So I mean, if you've got a tackle heavy league, you want those linebackers that are having 120 tackles a year. You want those guys, right? Or if you know sacks are key, you want those disruptors, those sack kings. So um, a lot of times, it's the scoring will dictate. 
you know, what players you want to pick up to start. Yes, and so you also want to look at ba- at positions and where the where the depth is and where yeah. the val- value is. I and think. also oh. s- starting requirements too. You know what? Right. How many players are you going to start each week? You know you don't want to go heavy on linebacker and then oh I got to start three D backs as well. And now you got to start making up the D backs too at the end. So then you're missing out on some offensive players that fell. So you want to kind of try to prioritize all that too. It's it's a big balancing act that you've got to you've got to think about. The first thing that I said to him just on quick response was that I have never found I, any IDP like there is an IDP podcast. I can't remember what it was called. IDP. Well, I think I, there's an IDP roundtable. I think that's the fantasy football guys or something. No idea. But then there's also an IDP one. I can't remember what it's called, but. I remember listening yeah. to it and like they'd have advice and stuff, but what I found is that the first year we did Westeros was painful. Yeah. And my my defense I didn't focus on defense at all. And my team was bad. And then I kind of did an overhaul and I got a few defensive studs and I really felt a lot better at my team and I did end up winning a championship either that year or the year after. Um, but you kind of have to get a feel for it. You got to get a feel for the kinds of guys that you trust yep. and you got to get a feel for the, for the players that you have no interest in. I think one thing about IDP players is that they are going to be up and down because the opportunity, there is not as much strategic opportunity. Like, like a running back is going to get the carries he's going to get, and that is that is dictated by the offense he's in. Yeah. Whereas the defense, it's reliant on the other offense. Yep. And so there is some predicting you can do if you've got a linebacker on a, on a really bad team, then in theory the other team that's winning all the time is running, and, they're, and that guy's going to rack up tackles, for example. Yep. But it's a lot harder to predict. So yep. maybe one thing I would say is I – I love deep rosters and I love having a ton of IDP guys that I can that I can always fall back on. But I try not to tinker with my IDP starters. I have my starters at every position for IDP that are in yep. and I do not take them out. Because if you try to predict <clears throat> it's kind of like a touchdown reliant like running yeah. back. You know, it's like a I don't know who's who's a good example like Brandon Jacobs back when he was like the giant um like mm-hmm. touchdown vulture guy. Yeah. It's like if you're trying to guess when he's getting in the end zone, it's, you're going to go crazy. Yeah. So same thing with IDP. Yep. You get your guys in there, you let them roll, and you don't change them. Mm-hmm. So unless you've got a five, six-game stretch where this guy is just not doing anything, yeah. or and then, you have an, and then you have a guy who, for a five, six-game um, stretch, is having consistent stats. And then that seventh game, it's going to switch. It might switch, but yeah. but there. I mean, if you see a pattern after a half a season, I might make a switch then. But I'm yeah. not going week to week. Yeah. So that's so that's one thing to remember. Yeah. Um. So then you're looking at the positions and how much depth you have, and I think most people would agree that defensive backs. There's a ton of them that can get you points. Mm-hmm. We all have the guys we prefer, but there's a there's a ton of them that are going to get points. Um, linebackers. You know, there's there's not. I mean, there are the really good ones, but I think the thing about linebacker is all linebackers are going to be gobbling up. I shouldn't say all. So many linebackers are going to be gobbling up tackles. Yep. So they're going to be getting stats because of their position on the field and how active they are in every play, basically. And then also, when you look at it too, you want to look at 
how often they're actually on the field if they're a starting that's true position player and they're on the field for 80 90 percent of the snaps that's who you're going to want to go for. that's one thing i've looked up in the past is i have looked up like when you get a little bit deeper i have looked up um uh, snap percentage for defensive yeah. players because it's huge. If you've got a middle linebacker who never comes off the field, that's mm-hmm. much more valuable than yeah. a guy where they're switching, you know, switching mm-hmm. formations and he's coming out all the time. Um, and then I was going to say defensive line. You know, a lot of defensive linemen don't get the same kind of stats, but the or not as consistent just because of the nature of what they. You know, they're not get, mm-hmm. they're not building up tackles. They're yeah. having more big plays. Yeah. But that means that the really good guys are going to be more valuable. Exactly. So I try to focus on that position early because yep. I want to have, three. in this case, three guys at that position that I feel really good about mm-hmm. because I can fill linebacker yeah. and um, I can fill linebacker and defensive back later on. And then also you're going to have some players that are D-line slash linebacker too. Yes, dual eligibility is yep. huge. We like dual eligibility. Yes. Because yep. yep. then yep. when you get to bye weeks, that's <clears throat> a real benefit. Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, so Micah Parsons, I mean, he's probably considered to be probably top three dynasty IDP he's guys. Yeah. I mean, he's going to go in a league like this. I mean, he could go into the first round maybe. Yeah. I mean, it depends how bullish somebody wants to be. But, I mean, that dual eligibility is massive because now you get to bye weeks and you have a D, D lineman on bye, you move him into DL, now you get another linebacker in. I mean, you play him at, you play him at D line anytime you can. Yeah. But then if you have another defensive lineman, all of a sudden he shows up and you're like, oh, man, now this is a bonus. Well, I can bump him in and play him in my yep. – it just allows you a lot of um, – a lot more flexibility. And then also, nice. you know, don't get cute early in the draft and be the first one to get a defensive player. If there's still offensive studs on the board, go with your offense – and uh, just just don't get cute and think you're gonna be revolutionary and that that actually might be that actually might be the best piece of advice. Yeah. I I it's similar to like I've said to people who haven't done Dynasty before. If you haven't played Dynasty before, resist the urge to trade. Yeah. Don't be trading a bunch of your picks away when you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Just sit back and watch and yes. observe what's going on. I think it's the same thing with IDP. I will take IDP probably before anybody else. Like, I get excited about the defensive guys. When I build long-term, I want to have my IDP set early and then be able to get the rookies that are the impact offensive players to build on the, on the, on the uh, back end. So I might take IDP early, but I think if you do not have any experience with IDP, take the studs at offense that you know and are confident in early and you can build that, um, and you can build that defense <clears throat> yeah. later on. You're you're right. Don't get cute is a good way to say it. Because the other thing is, when you get to rookie drafts with IDP in them, the talent gets bumped back like crazy. Yeah. Because if you look at a draft like last year, I mean, like Aiden Hutchinson, he's going at the end of the first round of a yeah. rookie draft, even with all the offensive players. Yeah. Um, you know, Micah Parsons, I took him at the end of the first round. Um, uh-huh. You know, I can't remember. Can't remember any examples of who else was would have been in that same draft, but thing, but it bumps people back. Yeah, and the thing with rookies and IDP is there's so much attention given to the offensive players, and not a lot is known about the defensive players a lot because a lot of websites don't really pay attention too much to the defensive end; they just worry about the offensive end. So you really need to find 
a defensive, an IDP uh, themed website that will actually break down, you know, who the best players are. Because, you know, there's going to be a top, you know, linebacker, defensive end, whatever. And then you got all the other linebackers that you don't know anything about. So you always want to do research. Always do your research where they get drafted. Are they going to be a starter? You know, all those things are going to be key when you deal with the, the rookie IDPs. Yeah, when I'm when I'm watching the NFL draft in terms of IDPs, for offensive players, I've got I've got my list that I trust. Like oh. I've got websites where I I have their pre-draft rookie rankings in front of me and then I record where they get drafted and and, and when they get drafted. But for IDP, all I care about is how early they get drafted. I don't care where they go. Yeah. So if you're if you're a first round IDP, if you're a first-round defensive player in the NFL draft, you're going to get taken in an IDP draft. Yep. That's that's just the that's just the case. The other thing is specific positions, more specific than defensive line and defensive back. Like if you have required defensive tackle, mm-hmm. which I don't think Sleeper has that specific in there, but yeah. we used to have it in um, on ESPN for mm-hmm. for Westeros, where you had to start a defensive tackle. Yep. Well, there are not as many defensive tackles that score points. I mean, yep. Aaron Donald was a was a world record uh-huh. for that for that league, and I traded a lot to get him, and and that was part of what won me my championship. Same with um, same with safety versus safeties versus cornerbacks. Cornerbacks are not going to get the points. Safeties are they're just not involved in not yep. as involved in the play. Uh, a good cornerback is maybe going to be avoided by the quarterback, so you're not going to have the 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 opportunities yeah. getting thrown at them, so, um, so that's something else to something else to remember there. for sure. So hopefully, deluxe guy, that helped you out. Yeah, that rambling for for uh, fifteen minutes about take notes. Uh, the nice about thing about IDP. a podcast, who they'll give to anybody, they, they will is give you can rewind it. Just hit the fifteen seconds <laughs> back. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. There you go. And also, feel free to reach out during the draft. I'll give you. A, any advice you want. I don't like table talk in the in the overall chat. Right. But I'm happy to talk you through and tell you what I think as you're as you're uh, as you're going, as long as it doesn't get in the way of what I'm doing. I mean right. I'm not gonna point you in the direction of somebody I want, but No, of course not. <laughs> I'm not I mean I'm not an idiot. <laughs> oh yeah. Good. So it's always a good uh, thing to uh, a good reminder, a good refresher with IDPs. You know who loves IDP? To dog. Ta-da! Just loves IDP. Yeah. Yeah. Such a fan of IDP. He's an IDP fiend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Last of Us. Last of Us. Do you want to start? So, I never... So, spoiler alert, there will be things given away from yes. Last of Us. So, you may as well just stop now. All we're going to do is wrap it up I if think you don't want to hear about it. six episodes this in is, now? This was episode six. I never played the game. I never got into it. Um, I will say that I have seen the cuts from the show and the cuts from the game, and there's a few scenes that are pretty much spot on that are pretty cool. So they're staying in those parts pretty true to the actual game, which is great to see. They're not taking liberties at some points. Well, they probably are, but to see the scenes match up pretty much exactly is awesome. And I love to see that. Well, it's I, it's kind of like Walking Dead. I mean, there were like scenes of like the yeah. coming up on the prison, yep. 
where like the the comic book readers would have been pissed if they didn't work that in the right way. Same way with this. Yep, totally. Um, now I went in depth with a, a buddy of mine. The uh, the third episode with Frank and Bill. Yes. Yeah. I still think that that is one of the best episodes I have ever seen in any TV show in like the last five years. The the character development they did in one friggin' episode with those two was amazing. I, I the acting in it, I just thought it was a fantastic episode, and I didn't know anything about them before the show I didn't know anything about them about the game I just knew that in that episode I was in it I mean I felt like I was there when they were eating dinner I felt like I was there at different points too (laughs) (laughs) okay but yeah I thought it was just an amazing amazing episode I loved it alright so I agree I thought that that episode was amazing yeah um, I am always mad at myself when I watch the um, the creators, directors, whatever, talk about the episode at yeah. the end. I always watch it, and I'm I always mad do. that I did. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, but I will agree uh, that it was it was a very solid way to show how that apocalypse progressed, yeah. like how the world around him progressed, how. His, their willingness to interact with other people progressed mm-hmm. and how their you know protection of each other and their, their the home progressed and everything yeah i thought it was awesome it was great um i don't like the fact that nick offerman was only in one episode i right. i thought when i saw clips that maybe we were getting him all season turns yeah. out i wasn't he was fantastic i love the survivalist kind yeah. of idea of the bunker and all that kind of stuff i yeah. thought you know when they're clearing things out and he's down and listen to it, i thought that was all just a very like like very like dystopian like um yeah. like uh, fascist scary kind yeah, like of that's like oh exactly my gosh exactly how it would be a- absolutely um, I I didn't like the when their home was attacked and he's standing in the middle of the street shooting, shooting at him in yeah. the rain and all that and he didn't get hit that didn't make a lot of sense yeah. to me because it it went against everything that that character all the carefulness that that character had shown to have and. Also, the risk of his own life when when surviving and protecting, which I can't remember which what name was which. Frank. The, the other guy. Frank was the other yeah, guy, right? Yeah, Offerman was Bill. So, you know, his whole goal is to protect Frank because <laughs> yeah. Frank can't protect himself. No. Like, he's not the survivalist right. guy. And yet he's going to stand in the middle of the street while people are shooting at him just yeah. like so careless. It didn't That didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I didn't like that. Unless you're just showing that he's just distraught and losing it because of that, which yeah. I guess you could have seen. Yeah. Um, and, and the out the window, the open window. And I yeah. thought that was nice. I liked when Ellie and Joel came to the house and mm-hmm. you know, he had left the stuff for them. I thought yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Um, you know, reading Tess's name in the note. I mean, there were a lot of moments yeah. that were just like, Oh my gosh, this is just it really, all, it all tied together. Yeah, I mean, every, everything that they do in this show is so calculated. I mean, it, it can't be an, whole episode of Joel and Ellie just going through. I mean, you can't just focus on them the whole time. You have to build up like where Ellie's coming from. Like with this last episode, I forget her name, 
um, when they were in the mall. Oh, I uh, Sarah. Is it Sarah? Yeah. You know, to figure out how Ellie got to where she is now, you know, when she got bit and didn't turn, but obviously Sarah did. That was the one part that I liked about the last episode. I mean, I, I get it, the kids being trained to be the Fedra officers and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. I, I liked the backstory of when she got bit. I yeah, thought that it was, was good. It was great to see. I also, but I didn't like two episodes in a row of like no zombies. That that annoyed yeah. me. Like I want to see the zombies because episode four was one of the most shocking, scary Is scenes that of yes, yeah, where they're pouring out of the ground and that big and guy? the bloater. We so we oh, had called a bloater. Yeah, okay. That's and I saw a thing. I, I saw a thing on Instagram. That, that thing that was basically going through the progression. Yeah. So it's. So it's this is somebody who's been recently bit, and they have this much deterioration. The clicker is they they've been infected for a month or more. Oh, uh, okay. The the bloater has been infected for ten years or more, Jesus, or something. You know, something something menace. like that, um, which was interesting. But but uh, yeah, when when they start because we had not seen that many of them. Yeah. And moving that fast, yeah. and it was scare. That was. Horrifying. And then when she climbs into the truck and there's and that there, little kid. Yeah, clicker. and it's and it's moving weird. And it's like doing gymnastics. Yeah, it was moving the like seats. the girl in Exorcist. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah that was freaky. Oh, that um, was cool. And and the end of that episode was heart wrenching yep. with the with um with what's his face the, the brother the, the brother yeah um but but to go from that to two episodes where it was very slow. I shouldn't yeah. say it was boring. I shouldn't say nothing happened, but it was slow. I think we can agree yeah. on that. It was slow, but a lot did happen though. There was a lot. Yeah. Uh, so you know, they found Tommy. Yeah. I, I just, I was on such a high after that intense zombie yeah. moment. And then it kind of dwindled. It piddled yeah. after that. But I mean, even with walking dead, it can't all be walkers. You know, they, they got to do. No, some. I know that. And the humans are the more threatening. The whole mm-hmm. point of this kind of a show is yep. the humans are the threatening. Exactly force yeah. more than the monsters are true. Um, because we become the monsters and all that kind of metaphorical yeah. crap um, I, and I will say the way I'm feeling about Last of Us right now is the way I felt at Peak Walking Dead Yeah, where Sunday nights mm-hmm. that show's on and you get to get lost in like this apocalyptic world okay, and it's well so fun let me ask you for you what was Peak Walking Dead like what was Oof. the all time high of Walking Dead. I mean, I'm thinking like the the wondering about Negan season before yeah. we met him and we had the obvious Yep, the Glenn, fear of the Glenn bashing uh-huh. for that horrible thing. Abraham. Um yeah. I would say that was when I was just so enthralled where it was like because you had because you had Rick's group that seemingly couldn't do anything wrong and they were always winning, always winning, mm-hmm. always winning, and then it was like Oh my gosh! They're now they're now they're not like they are. They are, but wait a minute, yeah. that's running out, and they can't do anything about it. It was just like heart wrenching. Yeah. Oof. Yep. No, I, I agree. And the nice. But thing- I mean, I liked all of it. I liked the prison, and yeah. I, even I mean, I mean, even initially, like the farm was kind of boring. But like yeah. there were aspects of that. I mean, yeah. when Sophia lumbers out of that barn, I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, and then getting back to Last of Us, so I never played the game. So I have no preconceived notions about what's going to happen. So me too. So that's great. So I have no idea what they're supposed to do or what they're going to do. So I'm just I'm just being a fan and, and just watching it. I did 
I did look up on YouTube some of the some of the gameplay. Yeah. And just just scan through and just watch some of it. What a scary game. Like Claire was saying it's a scary game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a scary game. They're just jumping out at you. I mean, it's that scene. Yeah. And but you're fighting them off. It's horrifying. I, think I might want to check it out. <laughs> but I'm a I'm an Xbox guy and I think it's a PlayStation game. So, oh, really? Cuz yeah. I'm an Xbox guy too. Yeah. Pretty sure it's a PlayStation. Damn. I mean, PlayStation always shows up on the end of the or beginning of the episode. PlayStation, so. PlayStation. Yeah. So, I'm I'm tearing through Fallout Four right now. So. Yeah, didn't play didn't play Fallout. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Just incorrectly guessed it on a. Um, yeah. Do you know how many episodes there are of Last of Us? Any idea? Uh, I'm hope I'm I'm hoping ten or eleven. I feel like, like that's 30. usually no. It's not going to be that many. <laughs> it's usually ten or eleven. I feel like for okay. a season like this. We're on six now. Yeah. 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 Exciting stuff. It is. That's, yeah. All right, wrapping this up or what? Uh, you know, I'm glad we're on the same page of the show for once. It's great. Oh, God, House of the Dragon is so perfect. <laughs> you know, my only issue is the same issue I had with ha- one of the, oh, I had a lot of issues with House of the Dragon. Bella Ramsey, I really liked Bella Ramsey in Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, Lady Leanna Mormont. Uh, but there's something about her in, like, modern clothing it, like, makes her much more off-putting to me. Really? Like, see, she was such a baller in, like, that period piece kind yeah. of an outfit. And, like, oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, with her King of the North speech and all yeah. that kind of stuff. There's something about her that's just off-putting in this, in this situation. you got to separate the two. And she's kind of lurchy. Maybe it's her posture. I don't like her posture. <laughs> that's fair. Is that a very specific critique? Oh, that's fair. Okay. But you're okay with Pedro. Oh, Pedro Pascal is sick, dude. That guy, everything I mean, he, is there anyone who doesn't like him? Everything he touches. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's now in three of the biggest things ever. If he wasn't so cocky, he wouldn't have gotten beaten by the mountain. Man, that's true. <laughs> Just him. Oh, goodness gracious. All right, everybody. Thanks great, for letting great. us ramble. Well, oh, what? Great episode. Oh, thank you. You as good. well. All right, everybody. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. That's Dave over there. Yep, and that's Ralph across. And we appreciate you listening, and we will be back next week. Actually, it sounds like I'll be solo next week. Yeah, we had a little we had scheduling a, snafu. We had a production meeting. I will yeah. not be here. Yep, that's okay. Um, but that's okay. We'll get through it together. Yeah. Uh, take a picture of me. Have it on your phone. So you can always look at it. <laughs> WWDD. What would Daddy do? All right, everybody. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Tell your friends. Tell your friend, tell your friend, tell your friend, and we'll be better. Well, Ralph, you're better next week. I'll I'll be smoking a few hours. Yeah, no problem.